to Bio of Grey Hat Hacker. Today we're going to be looking, well, listening to about uh, social media and its uh, different attributes, both for use as uh, a weapon in cyber warfare and as a threat to um, the information security of your business, generally. So this should actually have um, a lot of applications to both security professionals and hackers. So I'm going to look at each of the... uh, social medias, we'll discuss some attributes, and uh, maybe some different techniques that you can utilize both for attack and defense on each of these platforms. So, welcome to Bio Grey Hat Hacker. This is going to be all about social media. I'm your host, Lloyd. Let's get into it. So our first social media will be Facebook. This is the big daddy, uh, especially here in the 2020s. And it's currently 2022, so there it is. Um, Facebook has the biggest uh, daily users out of all these social medias. Currently, it's 2 billion plus daily users and the traffic is there lots of traffic moves through Facebook now first of all with the social media as I said in a lot of my content a social media platform is nothing more or less than a very large web application i.e. it's a dynamic website and many users forget this fact because I get a lot of questions like oh is Facebook advertising better than Google advertising no that's that's directly the answer to that no um, Facebook has a large share and Facebook advertising can be very effective, but they aren't even in the same weight class. Okay? Um, you have to be very specifically niched and have a very specific strategy to make any social media better for a business than starting from a website. Period. Now, you have your outliers, such as the influencers that have popped up over the last few years, etc. But again, those are unique niche cases where the social media was able to serve the purpose of their business. Because that's what an influencer is. It's, they are, in fact, a business of themselves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
I apologize. I have a uh, sick dog that uh, decided it was going to be a good idea to try to roll off the couch. So, moving on. But social media is um, not as strong as Google. And that's simply because their web application, whereas Google is a full-on search engine. Okay. Now, coming back into the social medias, I've opened up... uh, my personal profile in Facebook because everybody has one and this is just so that I can stay on track with kind of the perks and all that stuff of actually using social media for the individual um, we'll get into why social medias really aren't a, a huge benefit to a business unless they are established and all that kind of stuff. And they can actually be more of a danger, especially to a fledgling business, if things aren't set up and directed correctly. So with your your basic profile of a user, you know, you have stuff uh, that the user has put into their profile. You know, you have a nice little banner image, you have a profile picture, and, um, you know, your followers, maybe a couple links that you've thrown in, your profile, and then they have directly below that, you know, see info about the user. That's going to all be publicly available. They have made publicly available for the purposes of you know, they want people to like them. And they want to have stuff in common with other users. This is a natural human interaction. And on the surface, it's a great thing. But when you apply the reasonings behind a platform of why they allow you to do this, and you apply the use of the platform by attackers, etc., This is where you run into a security issue. Because from the information, let's say, that individual user puts into a profile, a skilled hacker, OSINT gatherer, whatever, can absolutely develop a pattern of life against a user. You can absolutely make some assertions about... uh, certain things about a user you can you can discover for instance maybe maybe the user really likes to talk and they're posting up about their favorite pet from the old school days one of the most basic uh, security questions that you'll see which thankfully this is changing but it's still still used is you know one of the main security questions, well, who's your first pet? I could have seen in a in a Facebook post, you know, so-and-so's first pet's name was Bob. You know, 
Bob the Bulldog, right? And if I've got that user's email that I assume is attached to whatever account that I'm trying to, to hack or take over, maybe I'll try Bob the Bulldog. And I've got a much higher percentage chance of that being the, the password because most users don't think like like a hacker or a security, security professional. And because the platform wants all of the users to be talking and and uh, you know feeling comfortable with just putting information out there, this isn't really discussed a lot. But in these profiles, whatever you see is what the user has put up. And from the hacker perspective, it's it's a gold mine, absolutely. Uh, from the from the defense side of things, especially once we get into the business use for Facebook, it's a nightmare. It's, a, it's an atrocious nightmare. So you have all your friends, and this is in Facebook, and depending on the platform, you might have different types of followers, friends, and everything like that. I'm assuming that my audience understands the difference here. So we're just going to continue on from there. Uh, but you have people that are your friends and then you have people that can just follow you right be aware that you can as a user absolutely control your content the way it's distributed the problem is with Facebook especially the default state is I'm just sharing everything publicly everything's out there I don't give a shit who sees it which, I mean, if you really don't care, hey, that's that's awesome for you. I, I have specific types of friends lists for specific types of content. Um, I, I have it drilled down to who can comment on my stuff, who can actually friend me even. You, you really need to take control of uh, your personal... Security, because at the end of the day, it's your, it's 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 on you. Especially as an individual, it's on you. It's up to you to keep yourself safe online. Anywhere you go. So that's that's pretty much all I'm going to say about a user account. Then you have what's known as the business page in Facebook. To have a business page. Or actually to have any page on Facebook. It must be totally publicly viewable. Period. It must be attached to your primary user account. Now, that isn't necessarily divulged. Like say if uh, my name is Lloyd McVeigh II. That's my personal account name. Right? If I have a business called like a, 
Bully Barber Company, for instance. If somebody goes to look at my business page, they aren't going to automatically see the association with my personal account, but you must have an associated personal account with a page. And that page must remain completely transparent to public viewing. So anything that page posts, for instance, anything that um, that page joins. I talk a lot about persona in some of my content, and this is kind of a really basic form of persona. The business page is its own entity, but it's attached to a known entity via the platform. Your personal account is a must-have to have a page, right? But the intent of the business page was so that you could have a business through a page and you could create this entity legitimately, you know, pretty much call yourself whatever you want to and as long as you're following your, your local laws and all that kind of stuff. Um, and if you're, like say, just doing business online, you know, you can, you can actually list that in the page. Like, hey, I don't actually have an office. But it's something that anybody that comes to your page that's going to be seeking service will, will see and know. Or if you don't actually have an office or a physical building, you... To be in any business, you absolutely must have a solid mailing address. It can be a P.O. box for the purposes of business mail, for instance, right? Um, but you must have a solid address to even pose as a business. So that's something to keep in mind, especially when starting getting into the... Uh, the different platform um, business type pages generally they are going to want an address that you can at least be mailed to right and in most of them it is a requirement to have some kind of address uh, well that brings me back to the personal profile what a lot of people don't realize especially with Facebook you do not have to provide every detail of your personal self to have an account. You can absolutely have a totally throwaway email, build an account based on a fictitious entity and fill out that account accordingly. Facebook can't require your phone number. Google actually can't require your phone number to create an email. But it's always presented in a way that the general user goes, eh, I guess I got to put my phone number in. No, no you don't. 
in a, in most circumstances, the way that uh, two-factor authentication works today, it is a good idea to if what you consider, hey, this is these are my main accounts, to attach your phone number to, for instance. But there's a lot more techniques that go behind, you know, uh, diversifying your internet persona, especially once you start taking into multiple accounts. Now that is a larger topic than we're talking about social media today, but it's something to think about. So on these business pages, when you create them, I'm going to go into one of mine. Notice I said one. I have a few. I don't really have an, an issue saying what they are all that kind of stuff. So once I get into the menu, you can get to it. We'll talk about it. Okay. So I have a, a couple different... Uh, quote-unquote business pages, I have my name as a business page. This is a completely separate entity from my personal account. Right? So I'll go into that one. And I have a profile picture up, a different name for, like, uh, the tagging. Because anybody can tag a business page. I'll repeat that. Anybody can tag a business page. And it's part of the thing. Because you can review businesses in Facebook. And Facebook is actually considered a directory. For the purposes of, you know, local SEO, for instance. It is actually considered a directory. Uh... Most social platforms are considered a directory. Facebook is the largest. So it's not just a social media. It is a directory. So when you create this uh, business page, you now have a, a predefined directory entry, right? Yes. Yes, you do. So... With the um, directory entry, and, and it's similar to like how your personal profile is, you're going to have a few uh, buckets to fill out. You know, what's the page's name, and what it, what is it about, and name, address, phone number. That's what it breaks down to, because you're you're representing this persona as some sort of business. Or now, creator, artist type entity. Um, a, a, a separate persona. And in this sense, like, like I was just saying, for the purposes of SEO especially, you really have to have an address. Now, that can be a P.O. box like we just discussed, or whatever else. So name, address, phone number. If you truly aren't running a business from your phone, I'm not suggesting that you just go putting your phone number into one of these pages. 
that's publicly available now. It's out there. Um, I don't remember if I have it on this one. But that's simply because I prefer email contact. And I do have an email listed on this thing, I think. But I do have another page that I, I do have my number on. Right? Because that's, a again, a separate entity that is actually, in my case, attached to myself. Right? But even my personal profile on Facebook, I don't consider myself. From the hacker perspective, it's always been about, you know, personas are throwaway. We might be fond of one over another or whatever, but if a persona bites it, five, ten minutes, make a new one. Sorry. This is the way it is. And it's been sold as the idea of, oh no, this is me online. And I think that's kind of affected a lot of people's mental health. Because when you are dealing in social media and stuff, um, there are many people today that honestly uh, get hurt through um, what they perceive as attacks on them and today in all honesty it's uh, it probably is but those are misguided because just what I just said everything is persona online it isn't you it isn't you I'm sorry and we should all really do a better idea of remembering that the online persona isn't you at all. It has nothing to do with you. So, and that's that's for a whole another episode. Do a little bit more deep thinking on that one. But yeah, this these business pages are completely separate from. your actual entity, but completely transparent to the public by design. Because the purpose of Facebook, as is the purpose with any business, they make their money somewhere. To most of the general users, oh, these guys gave us this awesome platform so that we can communicate and you know have fun and share memes and this, that, and the other thing. It does that. Absolutely, it does that. But the whole purpose of that, developing this platform where everybody wants to hang out, and B, is to attract businesses to the platform who want to advertise to the general user. And they pay for the privilege to be there. If you have one of these business pages, your stuff isn't really seen unless, unless 
you are uh, paying for advertisement or you really hit on some viral content it can happen but it's not it doesn't happen often or not as often as you know some people would like you to think and you know so you're paying for the privilege of coming and having a predefined user base that you can pitch to as far as the business go model goes it's not terrible it's just you need to understand how it breaks down and where you stand is dependent upon what you're trying to do with Facebook if you're trying to just come in and make sure that you're staying in contact with your family my personal profile is amazing I love that right I can absolutely stay in contact with my family stay in contact with whoever I want to across the globe uh, that kind of thing because I got friends all over the world and to me that is actually an amazing thing that you know especially in 2022 as a kid I would say I wonder what it would be like to know people all over the world well today I do and hell all I have to do is push a button and I can talk over video I want to I don't like to talk over video but I can that's a great thing general user awesome and you can't beat the memes on Facebook but if you go on a business side of things unless you're paying the advertiser rates and set up your uh, your market segmentation in the appropriate way it, it can be hit or miss. And the whole purpose of advertising on one of these platforms is to get them on yours. That's one of the things that kind of bugs me when people say, do I even need a website? I've got a Facebook business. Yes. Yes, you absolutely do. It's not a replacement at all. The entire purpose of a Facebook business page is to get people on yours. And if you're paying for any other type of advertisement on that platform to do anything else than take them to your website, you're doing it wrong. I said it. Fight me. You're doing it wrong. So, yeah. So that brings up to, well, why? Why is Facebook obviously good for the hacker or anybody in uh, an attacking position or a uh, leverage finding position in you know the realm of cyber warfare like we was looking at the uh, personal profile in the beginning the users are going to give you everything <laughs> sorry um, people as a group were stupid we're all stupid we do dumb things and we like to talk and because we like to talk those willing to listen we're, we're almost shouting it right so it's a smorgasbord of information 
because you give it to me. People like me. Right? As a user, you're just handing that shit away. And then you get pissed off on Facebook. Oh, man, Facebook was selling my data. No, not actually. The users are out there answering quizzes and stuff. Did an article on it. Back when it happened. That Cambridge Analytica thing. As users, that's our fault. Because we give a shit what kind of potato we are. And somebody else applied, you know, a psychological evaluation to those things and were able to extract the data from their findings. You gave it to them. Facebook didn't do that. I'm not a Zuck fan by any means, but that's on you. That's on me. Actually, that's not on me at all. I mean, I never took any of those quizzes because I saw that shit coming. But that people still take them today. A lot of my friends. But that's where that is. That's where your data goes away. Because you don't maintain control and security of your own data. And it's up to you. That's the user. If you're in business, or you have one of these business pages... I don't think Facebook is really a benefit. In a lot of cases, it's not at all. No social media is. To the business, it's terrible. Like I say, unless you're already established and a lot of things are in place, social media is the worst place for any business to have a strong presence on. The only use for Facebook for the business is for the local directory purposes. Your name, address, phone number. That's it. And, you know, a link to your website. That's it. If you're doing advertising and stuff like that, sure, throw a post up there every once in a while, but it's fucking useless. The general user, it's a good time. To the business, it's a waste of resources. You're not going to get the bang for your buck. Time is money. To the hacker, to the dumbass businesses that just wants to put everything up there. Because along with transparency and Facebook being a directory, they do actually have a rating system similar to uh, Yelp and Google My Business. And anybody can absolutely come through and review your business page and post to your business page for tagging you. And you've got two choices. Ask them pretty please to take that down because it's making you look bad. Try to negotiate with the person that posted that review into taking it down. Or posting up yourself and either disavowing the review, promising to fix what the reviewer said, um, and, and being transparent with the time frame. But it's, that's there. And it's kind of a permanent mark until that user decides to take it off your, your uh, business page. And then if you have an, a, a determined attacker, they can just keep on 
putting that shit at the top of the queue. There won't be any need for somebody to sort through your posts. That's just going to be the first thing that somebody sees when they come to your business page on Facebook. Somebody's one-star review, and whatever the hell they want to say about your company, no response from you, or if there is a response, it, you're going to be kind of held accountable for fixing whatever this problem is, because that customer or somebody who has had an interaction with your business, they're obviously pissed. I mean, and those are posts that you're not going to be able to delete. You have to deal with them. You absolutely have to deal with them. And those reviewers don't have to take them down. Just like on Yelp, they don't have to take those down. If you ever see those sites and that kind of thing, that's why they're set up that way. It's so that customers or people who have interactions with your business can, well, not to put too fine a point on it, but slam you when you need it or praise you when you should get it. The, the average view that you'll see for even a great business is like a four. If anybody's got four stars, they're a stellar business. I understand that it's out of five stars, if, but if somebody has at least four-star reviews, predominantly, they're a good business. And that might come from a little bit of bias from being prior military, but, I mean, you know, as much as everybody thinks that not everybody gets firewall fives, right? That's either pencil whipping or a lot of under-desk activities going on <laughs> if all they have is five-star reviews I'm much more likely to trust trust a business that has a 4.5 rating these days than somebody that's got straight up five stars all of them because that just points to me like eh, those reviews were bought just saying but it's it's definitely a great attack surface for the hacker because there are there is some recourse if you have like I say a determined attacker so let's say you've got some some person some personal account even that is continuously giving you one star reviews etc and beating the shit out of you beating the shit out of you on a digital front you can actually complain to the platform and in some cases, providing that um, Facebook actually sees that, yeah, this is this is harassing. This is X Y Z. Um, they may keep that account from posting to your business page. They aren't going to ban the account. It, that's not going to result in some Facebook-wide ban. What probably happened behind the scenes, and eh, 
And, you know, let's say it's me. Set Lloyd's account to that he can't tag these these people, right? Done and done. Because we have this great thing in this country called freedom of speech, and Facebook, especially with all the shit that they got going on, they would not want to be seen as trying to stifle that freedom in any way. And if they start remo removing reviews and stuff, it would be not 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 happy times moving forward, right? So that's what they do. So they ban me from. You know, kicking your ass in in social media and ensuring that you have only one star reviews up on your shit forever, right? What happens if I figure this out? How long do you think it would take a determined attacker to create a fictitious? personal account start slamming you again if you think about that I, I I told you in the beginning of the the spiel here about five minutes maybe maybe ten getting older not as good as I used to be but I could have another personal account what would be to stop me from, let's say, automating that process with some scripting. Nothing, right? So let's say that I make a, a script that, you know, all it does is it just creates these personal accounts. Maybe with some random attributes and stuff like that that I pre-scripted. Uh, pre into and I'm just running as an automated process, right? So I'm I'm in, I'm in essence randomly generating a few of these accounts. Now, how many could you generate? Maybe a lot, a whole lot. But like I say, we're trying to let's call it stay underneath the threshold of notice. So I personally wouldn't want us to do more than let's say a couple hundred, a couple hundred a day. I would set my script. To generate that shit for me. And then I have another script. Go give your business a, a one star review with a couple of options for some hateful, um, destructive comments. And what's the cherry? Uh, yeah, so that would be random as well as to which one of my accounts of that 200 got which hateful thing or at least the frequency of you know the turnaround that kind of thing and then uh, I could absolutely script the logon sequence to get all of those accounts logged on maybe not at the same time I'd probably have to do 5 or 10 accounts at a time but I could accomplish at least 200 terrible reviews 
with semi-randomized, terrible uh, words for you. In, let's call it four hours, even. But that's like 200 a day. To a small business, that's a massive, massive PR campaign. A bad one. And there's nothing nobody could do to stop it. Really. Not some legal recourse. I'm not actually breaking any boxes in this case. Right? I'm automating the generation of stuff. Sure. But it's stuff that I could totally do myself that I just scripted. <clears throat> so again, no illegal action. And the only reason that I'm keeping the, the frequency down of account build is because it's a kind of a headache. Dealing with any more than a couple hundred at a time. I could manually do 200 accounts per day. Easily. That's what would take me like four hours. It would actually take me longer to script the original program. And then I would just hit go. I like to work hard. Right? And I've actually gone on... I'm not a keyboard jockey. I'm not. I do know how to script and this, that, and the other thing. For hard keyboard work, I do not consider myself an expert. I'm good. I can definitely do what I was just talking about. But... So imagine somebody that was at least five times better than me. That'd be a thousand a day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they could probably do it in half the time. So we'll call it 2,000 for a day. But you see how that could snowball. That would, that would bury, bury a... Uh, a small business, especially. Let alone when you start getting up into enterprise and stuff. Out on the open net. On a social media platform. Are you kidding me? Come on. Honestly. Hackers. Attackers. Have the best advantage in social media. There are things that you can do to defend against these tactics. Um, and that, that's not even scratching the surface. Uh, you know, there's account takeovers, account spoofs, personal accounts I'm talking now. And because the user doesn't treat security properly. You see the uh, the loss of their data and a lot of times worse. Because they do attach a lot of their personal life and personal accounts, etc. 
to social media platforms like Facebook. So Facebook, and all social media, actually, Facebook, it's terrible. If I rated Facebook in a in a strictly business capacity and it's 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 threat surface and this I'd be like, nah. Nah, dude. We're going off grid. Fuck that. I don't want that shit touching the systems. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. Nope. Mm-mm. But because it's become such a, an essential part of uh, daily user experience globally, we, we're kind of stuck with it. The best spot Facebook has is in just a conduit. It's a conduit. And with your basic business profile that you'd have up on Facebook, you'd also have on any other social medias that uh, your business type was needed for. But with Facebook, it's a conduit. It's a method to get people to your site. Or to other platforms that you might have an offer on. I'd still recommend a site as your first line of that's where you want to take people. It's the most direct line to sale anyway. Especially once set up. And you set up your site as a hub. Like any sort of traffic that you're trying to direct on the net. That's the hub. So yeah, you would have links to your, your social medias, and you'd have links to maybe some other platforms that you were utilizing, like say Amazon, or uh, Etsy, right? But your primary hub is your website. You are primarily trying to get people to buy from you directly on your website. Or if you aren't doing any kind of online e-commerce type business, it would be to get people to go to your website for the purposes of you can control the connection to you. In case of a business, sure, you'd have your business phone number up on Facebook, right? So you could get customers through Facebook. But you'd also want to ensure that you're, you're trying to pull those customers off Facebook and to contact you directly through your methods from your site. So, it's all about control. Facebook doesn't give businesses enough control. Makes them too transparent. Requires it. And they, they should be transparent to customers and clients and all that. <clears throat> and to the public. In almost every industry. I mean, there are things that 
can cause a danger if known, etc., etc. But for the most part, full transparency, all that kind of stuff. To the users, if you're in business, you 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 are transparent to the public. Is what I'm saying. The users, they definitely need to be more careful. And I'm one of them. I'm one of the people. I know what to do as a user. So, but, I mean, use at your own risk. That's all I can say about, about the security side of Facebook. Sorry. Most social medias will be the same. And we'll get into those. At a later time. Yeah. Totally get into those at a later time. But I'm thinking that's all I want to say about Facebook in and of itself. joining me for what turned out to be just Facebook in this episode. Um, I didn't realize there is a lot that's going to be about each social media. I was going to attempt to uh, tackle all the four big bangers in the same episode. But uh, we're, we're going to go into each one individually. So, uh, in the next episode, we're going to... Um, I think Instagram. Yeah, we'll go into Instagram since that is now part of the metaverse and all that shit. And I think that'll be a good segue moving forward. Uh, yeah, next we'll do Instagram. Then I'll move on to LinkedIn and I'll finalize it with Twitter. Okay. So. Thank you for joining me on this episode of uh, Bio of Grey Hat Hacker. Turned out to be all about Facebook. Uh, that's okay. Uh, it'll definitely continue on in theme. Thanks again. I'm Loving Grey the Second. Have a great one.